On America's birthday, I cannot think of a better way to potentially celebrate than talk about all of the linebackers that are about to make their way to Stillwater, Oklahoma. So today we have one right around the corner. You are Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, y'all, and hello, all. Welcome back to Locked On Oklahoma State, your daily stop for all things cowboy and cowgirl related. My name is Cody Stovall. I want to thank you kindly for stopping by to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. We're available on every single podcasting platform as well as visually on YouTube. And you can find me personally on Twitter at All Day O State. So typically, when we have players on, it's a blast from the past. Today, it's a little bit different as we get to take a peek into what the future could potentially look like in Stillwater, Oklahoma. You guys know I've been bullish on this class. I don't give 13 hoots what the number is because film typically does not lie. And I've been ranting and raving about this young man's film for quite some time now. So it's probably better that we hear it from the man himself. Gunnar Wilson, how are we doing today, brother? Oh, I messed you up there. Maybe you unmute would help. All right. Again, how are we doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? You know what? I, I have no complaints, especially it being uh, America's birthday, right? This is a great day to celebrate. And I do anticipate some good news coming down the linebacker pipeline at some point in time today. I guess 3 o'clock seems to be yeah. the common consensus here. And although I, I love to look forward to what this class could potentially be, I want to focus on what it is right now, and what strategically led you to Oklahoma State? Um, so basically, like, when – so I wanted to commit as soon like, – like a few days after I got my offer just because of the system and how – like the position that they would be putting me at, which is the, the SAM. So – but I just wanted to take my visit first because I – because when cause Coach Clements came to my school – um in the morning on i think it was like it was sometime in april okay. um and then later that day coach nardo came and i really liked uh coach nardo and what he was about and they were very uh, like forward and up front with everything um very real they kept it real and but i wanted to wait until um my visit uh just because i can see if i if it's actually everything that i that I wanted everything that it was supposed to be. So it really exceeds my expectations. I just think it's a really good fit for me, and I'd be able to demonstrate a lot of things I can do playing that position. So you mentioned Coach Brian Nardo. You also mentioned that Joe Bob Clements is obviously heav- heavily involved. Now, the seniority, I guess you could say, the, the continuity would probably be a better word in the coaching staff. Did that play a hand in your decision, knowing that a lot of these coaches, other than Coach Nardo, have been in Oklahoma State for a significant amount of time? Yeah, I mean, it, it does a lot just because, like, you see what happened at Colorado. Their coach leaves. Dion flushes basically everybody out. So, with, with right. Randy being there for, what, 20, 18, 20 years, and then Coach Clement's been there for 10 years, yep. it's, just, it's just nice to know that they're they're probably just going to stay there and be there for my whole career. 
So is Melissa, Texas, it's got to be somewhat so similar to Stillwater, Oklahoma, right? It's a blue-collar farming type of town where you just got to roll your sleeves up and figure it out? Um, actually, it's 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 kind of – it's a little bit, but it's okay. really just growing. Like, neighborhoods going up everywhere. Uh, we, we're, we have a four-story high school, and then we're adding on another four stories to it. Uh, we just got a new stadium, which is going to seat like 13,000 people. And then um, we have a whole championship center indoor facility, which is like the nicest in the whole state of Texas, probably the country for public school, for a, for a high school facility. Um, yeah, all of that. It's, it's like 120-yard indoor uh, fans, everything. Uh, we have a whole – there's like a 50-yard weight room. with It's all glass doors. Wow. Uh, nice as equipment you can probably have even in college. So, yeah. That is amazing, man. Well, I'm sure you've heard. You you know about the Rob Glass factory by now, correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Man, so I, as I'd mentioned to you kind of previously, you know, when I look back and I see some of the film, I see a lot of similarities with Malcolm Rodriguez and what he was doing in high school, right? That's been my, my comp for a while. But the, I think the biggest benefit that you have, so what Malcolm was – moved all around in high school, right? Played quarterback, played multiple positions on the offense, free safety, strong safety, linebacker, corner. He legitimately was a jack of all trades. And we didn't yeah. really hone in on what he was going to be until he got to Stillwater and he blew up by the body by glass system, right? When he came to Oklahoma State, I don't think it was initially designed for him to be a linebacker. He just kept getting bigger and stronger and bigger and stronger. And obviously everybody kind of knows what he's turned into now. Whenever you're looking at this this season – and when you met, met Coach Brian Nardo, was it almost as cool or maybe even cooler than meeting Coach Snoop Dogg? Uh, I mean, I'd probably say it was cooler. <laughs> uh, I didn't really meet uh, Snoop Dogg when I was little. It was kind of just like a he was just there thing. Like, they didn't really talk to him or anything. But, yeah, it was – I mean, it was pretty cool. Because I didn't really – I didn't know – actually, I didn't know who Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator was. Um, until he, well, I guess Coach Clemens gave him my, my phone number and then he texted me saying that he'd come to the school. So, well, we're, we're going to make sure that we, we talk about, you know, him and his involvement in your recruiting process. But very, very briefly, brother, I do have to let the fine people out here know that today we were brought to you by FanDuel. It is America's number one sports book betting partner for a reason. Grab yourself the opportunity right now with baseball season being in full swing to get your hands on a no-sweat first bet. It's going to be up to $200 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So if you spend $20, it's 10 times the money, honey, for you to put down. And as we already know, we're going to bet the over. Matter of fact, we're going to hammer the over for Oklahoma State in this upcoming season. But baseball has a variety of things to bet on. So go right now, fanduelcom slash locked on to get yourself hooked up on this opportunity again $200 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOn, America's number one sportsbook betting partner for a reason, and they have you covered this year. All right. So everyone seems to be talking about the momentum that basically is what Brian Nardo provides. And whenever you first met Coach Brian Nardo, just kind of give us your, your first rundown of what your thought process was. Cause he is one of the few coaches, basically only coaches that is new in Stillwater. Uh, well, when he first came in, I thought he was really young. So I didn't, I didn't expect him to be that, 
that young. Uh, but then, I mean, he kind of, he, he, uh, can't, it was just me, him, and my head coach, and he kind of broke down his philosophies and what he wanted to do and what he would, what he would bring to me as a player. Um, he said that he would give me every chance in the world to succeed, uh, give me everything he can, put, bring me to the next level, and then just be a father figure to me. So that's basically what, that's what he broke down with me. So. And, you know, it, it, it's it's funny, whenever we first brought in Coach Brian Nardo, obviously a lot of people were like, wait, what, who, where, where, where is this, this gentleman from? But when I dove into the backstory, I had a feeling he was going to be ultra successful from the very beginning because he took a very unique route to the coaching ranks. He started coaching at, in college, as a freshman in college. He was able to learn from uh, a legend in the game, Tom Solich, who previously coached in Nebraska and then went on to Ohio. And his whole life, his whole family's coaches, his whole upbringing has been coaching. And the biggest thing that I was able to take away from his, you know, on journey to Oklahoma State was his ability in the recruiting ranks. Because when you're recruiting at smaller schools, you you do kind of have to refine your craft a little bit more. You have to find ways to get in more living rooms that you typically were not able to, to, to get into. And I think that's that's been part of the, the recruiting for him. Now, as it pertains to you, sir, in this upcoming season, I'm sure last year was a heartbreaker in the state championship game. Well, is it, it, is that all, number one on the list this year? Can y'all make it back? Can you take down South Oak Cliff this season? Well, we didn't. We didn't lose in the in the state game. We lost in the quarterfinals, Correct. so the fourth gotcha. round. So, yeah, I think I mean, we came in in the rankings for. Uh, Dave Campbell's number one for 5A Division Two, so I mean I think, but we're we're kind of we don't really care about the the rankings. I mean the right. last two seasons we started, last two seasons we started 0 and 2 first two games and came out won the rest of the way until we lost in the fourth round my sophomore year to Stephenville who went on to win the state. We lost them by three points and then we basically lost the stock by one score. They just put one on at the end to make it a two score game. So. I mean, this year we're definitely coming in with a with a chip on our shoulder, um, trying to prove everybody wrong, saying that we're not going to live up to the hype or anything. But I think we're going to get it done. And how has the transition been from four A to five A? Because it's been during your time there. Has that been difficult, or do y'all hit the ground running? No, I'd say it's it's. I mean, we hit the ground running. So I mean, it's just football in the end. There's, there's nothing really different because I guess for us we're we're built really well. We're built really in the trenches which is what you need to move up in in uh divisions so that's kind of the biggest difference and then well the depth aspect too speaking of the trenches i think one of the most unknown things about you is your uh, your ability at the tight end you don't mind putting your hand in the dirt and having some fun down there now whenever it comes to this season what are you more excited about uh catching a touchdown or making a sack uh, making a sack actually, because this is going to be my first year. This is going to be my first year on varsity, primarily playing defense. Because I mean, last uh, my sophomore year, I just had to play tight end because we didn't have one. Um, and wow. then so I got, and then I guess I rolled over the to starting both ways my sophomore year, since starting in the second round of the playoffs until the fourth round, and I I got a few sacks uh, playing outside backer. Um, and then last year I played tight end all the way until we the district championship against Lovejoy, and then I'll start in both ways playing um, safety 
safety and tight end and that. So I did a little bit of linebacker then because we were playing some uh, – we played a wing T team in the fourth round. I mean the third oh, wow. round. So, so yeah, I was doing a little bit of linebacker. But I'm really excited to go basically full-time linebacker this year. I'll have to do a little bit of safety and a little bit of tight end but and some receiver too. So – now, what are you specifically looking for this season in your defense that you know is going to translate well to the three-three-five whenever you come to Oklahoma State? So this year, um, we're changing up our alignments uh, for outside backer because you know typically outside backer is going to line up as like a wide nine or super far out there. Yes, but uh, we're kind of playing as um, basically nickels this year. Like we're playing like. Um, three yards back, like seven yards out. So it's basically like sand on both sides. Right. So, and then we're even going to start implementing a three, three, five ourselves. Um, so I'll play anywhere from boundary safety to Rover to, to the sandbacker. Um, and that, so I'll do all three of those. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. We're just, we're going to be able to play around with a lot of things this year because we have a lot of depth. The versatility obviously jumps off the page. The athleticism jumps off the page. Whenever you look at your Melissa team this year, in your in your opinion, what was maybe the thing that prevented y'all from from taking that that step and taking down South Oak Cliff last season that you have this year? Um, we had an inexperienced quarterback. Okay. Um, it was his first year, his first year starting on varsity. So I mean, he got that under his belt. Um, big time game that was like there was probably like 20 something division one players in that game if not more um so i guess it was kind of probably nerve-wracking for him because it happened in the first game of the season as well and then he kind of settled in uh throughout the season and i guess that game sparked him back up but this year he'll be he'll be experienced he'll be ready to go um and i just say our our junior class last year is um the leaders of the team like our seniors Last year, they didn't really lead. Uh, there was a few of them that did, but this year, our senior class is going to be really strong, getting the guys ready and everything like that. Well, when it comes to the the weight room side of things, is is there something that you're strategically looking to improve this particular season? Or do you have a benchmark as far as X and number of tackles? Are you trying to improve your 40 time? Are you trying to get bigger? What is your primary objective this season, sir? Um... Well, this summer, I'm I'm trying to – I mean, it's not really a necessity. I'm trying to just play at, like, 215. Right now, I'm, like, 210, 208, okay. around there. So, so I mean, it's not really a need. I'm going to be able to play regardless to do whatever I need to do. Right. So, I mean, there's not really any goals, like, tackle marks or anything like that for me during the season. I just want to – I just want to win. Well, w- winning seems secure a lot of things in life. Now, I, I have – from a little birdie that Mr. Gunnar Wilson knows how to play himself some basketball. Uh, yeah. I, hoop, I hoop a little bit. I don't, I don't hoop for the school, but I used to, but our coach, our coach at our high school is not very good or he got fired after this season, gotcha. but, but I'm not, I'm not going to play my senior year. I'm not going to just waste it. And not, I'm not trying to get hurt um, before I go up to Stillwater. Well, I hear so, you had some AAU opportunities basketball-wise. What, 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 would you just decide you were going to get too swole? Well, I'm, I mean, I was playing like a mix between like a forward and a, and a center, so I was like a combo guy. So and I'm, only, I'm only like 6'2 and some change, so I wasn't going to make it anywhere than that. So 
<laughs> well, whenever you uh, look back in, in some of your, your recruiting, right, I noticed that basically you went from not very highly rated on a lot of different boards to all of a sudden you're, you're a legitimate three-star. You're in the Texas top 100, uh, the national top 300. You're one of the top linebackers in, in the country. And this all kind of just happened pretty quick, right? And then you immediately committed to Oklahoma State. Knowing that, knowing that you kind of were on the verge of blowing up even more, what made you decide to go ahead and pull the trigger so early? I mean, when I got there, um, so I committed when we went to Coach Gundy's house to eat dinner. So it was just like a real family atmosphere, everyone getting along, everyone there, all the, some of the players on the team already. Um, yeah, so I just, I, just, I just felt like I needed to do it. That's, it's not a bad move, man. All right, so as it pertains to Oklahoma State this season, last year was our worst year since 2005, right? It's, we had a lot of stuff that was kind of going on. We hit massive amounts of home runs in the transfer class. You see the, the schedules you know, come out recently, and there's a lot of games that, that line up pretty favorably for us. So when you're watching Oklahoma State this season, is there something that you're looking for specifically? Do we need to – do something on defense that's going to spark your eye a little bit more, or are you you're pretty pretty much sold on the idea of people are buying into what Brian Nardo's putting putting down here? Uh, I'm pretty much sold, uh, but I just want to see the defense like fly around a lot and make a lot of plays, be disruptive. Have you had the opportunity to meet Colin Oliver and Kendall Daniels? I haven't actually. Goodness me, man. I, you know, when you, when you talk about NFL capabilities, right, we could clearly talk about the Malcolm Rodriguez thing. Uh, Devin Harper was able to carve out a role for himself as a linebacker of Dallas Cowboys. Amen Bogmamiga has been with the San Diego Chargers for, for I don't know, six, six years now, I believe. And, and you see a, on the offensive side of the ball, right, there's a lot of Cowboys in the NFL. But from the defensive side of the ball, especially at linebacker, it's been kind of new for us to, to be sending these type of guys to, to the level that they are. Was that something that was very intriguing to you, or was it more about the camaraderie and the brotherhood? Because this 2024 class is pretty unique. I, I think you you could agree because you've had the opportunity to kind of be mixed up in it. What about the guys that are incoming with you What was most exciting? Um, guys like Landon Cleveland, I'm assuming you've had conversations, and some of the linebackers that are coming in this class. What is the thing that you all talk about the most excitement-wise? Well, I mean, I say we, we all got along pretty well. So, I mean, we all like the same things with Coach Nardo and all that uh, when we were together. Um, so, and there's one there's one other person that I know pretty well that's going to be uh, coming. So, um, yeah, I mean, me and Tamaric, we, uh, we, we played each other two times my sophomore year. Nice. So, we were, we were familiar with each other um, and all that. And we were at a camp, like a little next-level athlete camp in uh, – in Dallas in like February or something or like January or something like that. And then we were at, there's like a UT invite camp uh, that we were at together and our, our dads were talking. So I know, I know Tameric, um, I was there with David Cabongo and then, uh, and Willie too. Willie was there. Um, yeah, we all got along really well. We were all hanging out uh, with our hosts. We all went together. So, who is Melissa's big rival, right? Because I did a little bit of research, and Argyle was a team that also moved from 4A to 5A. Is that accurate? Did I read that correctly? Yeah. So 
because of that, is there a little bit of, um, you know, animosity that coming up together? Or have you guys already established in, in 5A somebody that you guys cannot wait to get a hold of on a regular basis? Um, so growing up, our biggest rival was Salina. Okay. Um, but then the realignment, so, I mean, Salina, like, they, like, cheat their numbers a little bit. Uh, so they stayed down, and we rose up, so we don't play them anymore. Also, Anna as well, they stayed down. Okay. But we actually get to scrimmage them this year for our preseason scrimmage. That'll be uh, fun. So that'll be good because we know a bunch of those guys. Uh, we Yeah, we grew up playing against them and all that. So our biggest rival now, our, it was already Argyle, um, but Argyle, in the history, they've, they like, owned us. Okay. So, um, but actually, I've, I've only lost to Argyle one time, which was last year in high school. We beat him my freshman year when I was on, I was on JV. So we beat him, like, 45 to 42. It was, it was one of the best games I ever played in. Nice. Uh, and then we beat him my sophomore year, 21-0, which that felt really good. I was I – was, on a full-time starting role then as tight end. So, and then last year, I mean, we threw our quarterback through like six picks in that game. Um, so, I mean, we just didn't get the job done on defense. Uh, we lost like, it was, I think it was 38 to 21, something like that, 38, 19. Um, so this year we opened up against them in our new, in our new stadium. Nice. Uh, it's going to be, it's already been like they're ranked number three, we're ranked number one, so it's already like the game of the week. Uh, and Texas high school football, um, a lot of media is going to be there. It's going to be really hyped up. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. And then uh, Lovejoy is a big rival too now, I guess since we got them last year, uh, okay, thirty-five, yeah. thirty-six. I got the, I caught the game-winning two-point conversion against them. Nice. Uh, so that'll be fun. That's the last game of the season, or last game of the regular season, week 10. It'll be for the district championship again unless something happens. But our district's pretty good. We have Crandall. They have a lot of uh, talent on their team. Okay. And then Terrell's a pretty good team as well. Well, I see y'all put a hurting on Denison a little bit. That had to feel kind of, kind of good because from I read some articles, right, and there's naturally some – places that didn't think that uh, you guys would be able to be ultra competitive until you kind of made some of the transition. So it had to be nice to prove people wrong from the get-go. And this year you're, you're really out to set people wrong because you're, you're pick number one and you've only been five, a for a very limited amount of time. And as you mentioned last year, your quarterback was new, but you also had multiple games where y'all put up 55, 56 style of points. So from yeah. an offensive perspective, you moving primarily the defensive side of the ball, where are they going to go offensively that you think is going to catch people by surprise? Um, I'd say just by different alignments and stuff this year, we put in a lot of new formations and, and motions and stuff during the spring. I mean, and the the number, by the numbers aspect, our, our – Skill core, our receivers and all that running backs is is elite. Um, I well this year our starting tight end is committed to Oregon, um, okay. Jackson Ford, and then we have another receiver Carson Maynard. He has like I think he has fifteen offers, a uh, bunch of FB, uh, FBS group of five schools, and then we have another kid named Lincoln Dunn. He has a few F, uh, group of five offers, and then Jackson, and then. I'll be rotating in there. Um, I actually had a few offers for, for a tight end, but I didn't really want to. I didn't really want to go that route. 
and then we have another kid named Kennedy. He's been hurt for two years. He got hurt in the first game last year, and then like the fifth game the year before. But he has he has a handful of offers. Um, so, and our offensive line, our offensive line is going to be really really good. Uh, they're going to be better than last year. We return um, basically four out of five starters. Technically, it's three out of five, but you know they have some people that rotate in last year that that were in the rotation for it. So nice. Um, uh, yeah, we have a lot of depth at the O line too. Um, so our our offense is going to be really elite. And then I think a different aspect this year is our secondary has a lot a lot of depth um, compared to years in the past. Like our young guys that are going to be sophomores are really really good. Um, so. So our secondary is going to be be able to do a lot of things, spinning down in the coverages, disguising stuff, just to be able to confuse the other offenses. I hear um, you have a do you have a pregame meal that you like to get get rocking and rolling before the games? And um, are you an ice cream fan or no? Uh, pregame meal? Yeah. Um, usually they give us like. Uh, Cans or Chick Fil A before the games, like okay. a couple hours before. So, what's better? Um, what's better, Chick Fil A or Golden Chick, though? Oh, um, <laughs> it, I guess it depends on the day. Okay, it the, depends on the day. The PC answer. We're already already taking media classes. I see. I like it. All right, brother man. So, what is different this year for South Oak Cliff? And are they are they the team that you're you're trying to go get? I mean, I'd say we're trying to go get every team, uh, just to prove a point. Um, for South Oak Cliff, I think I think we we because we rushed for like 240 yards against them, but we couldn't establish a passing game at all. Okay. So I think the plan this year is to hit some quick quick little throws um, just to get our quarterback going. Right. Um, if we even have to play them, because they only they're returning one starter on defense, Oof. like six on offense. Goodness. So, um, yeah, one starter on defense is going to be rough for them. Uh, that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we just got to have secure tackling against them. I think last year they 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 broke they broke a couple long runs, so we just got to be able to. I mean, I think we're going to be just fine. Our linebacker core is going to be improved. Um, just by the like the physical like the build of us, uh, we had a kid, a linebacker, go to San Diego State. He was like six four, two twenty, but he was playing on the edge. And the other kid, our middles were both like probably like maybe five ten. Gotcha. And they weren't they weren't really fast. Like our speed this year is going to be is going to help us a lot. Like it's gonna, we're going to be way faster than years in the past. Now, what do you have planned for this fine American birthday today, buddy? Uh, we're just gonna be just chilling at the pool. Uh, like we ha- we have a pool in our backyard, so and nice. my dad's gonna grill some hamburgers, hot dogs, do the whole thing, you know. Well, you know what, man? I'm working on your dad. I'm trying to get him on the golf course, and I I, I feel like I'm almost there. But you know, his hobby is out operating jaws of life and and things of that nature. Whenever you uh, approach the defensive side of the football, is there is there any any comparison you feel right now to the crazy stuff your dad likes to do occasionally? Um, 
I don't know. He likes to tear some stuff up. So <laughs> I guess so. Uh, he's not. He's not. A, he said he wants to get into golfing, but he uh, he's never golfed before. So we're 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 gonna get it done, buddy. We're gonna get it done. All right, brother man. Well, hey, I won't keep you too much longer. You've given me more than enough of your time. I greatly appreciate it. I'm sorry that I mute, muted you a, a couple times. I'm still, right. you know what? I'm still learning some things as I go. It's been, it's been awesome to see your extension, right, in Melissa, Texas. It's I'm so happy that you're a Cowboy because of the similarities that I see. The linebacker group that's coming in in this 2024 class is absolutely insane. Not even we're not even talking about the safeties. That's why I did ask if you've met Kendall Daniels yet. There's not very many six foot five, two hundred thirty pound safeties out there that run four 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 five forty. So that'll be pretty fun, man. You'll be, you'll be lined up against guys darn near as big as you, and in a defense that's designed to play with speed. Like I can't even I can't even tell you how excited this class has me, man. Landon Cleveland has been out there recruiting like a quarterback. We're still waiting to get our quarterback. I think we get him. I really, really do. But what we're building on defense is absolutely amazing. Thank you very much for being a part of it, brother man. We cannot wait to see what uh, this season brings for you. And we're definitely going to root on Melissa all the way to hopefully crowning that championship. That would that would feel nice. Yes, sir. But from, from a Cardinal to a Cowboy, hopefully it's not the only trophy that you're rocking and rolling over the next few years. All righty? Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, brother man. Thank you very much. And hopefully we get to set off some fireworks tonight and more excitement in the linebacker room. Hey, yeah. tell, tell the fine people out here how they can uh, they can see you, follow you on Twitter, all that fun jazz. Go ahead and shoot, brother. Uh, you can follow my, my Instagram. It's just Gunnar Wilson. And then uh, my Twitter is Gunner underscore Wilson underscore seven. Gunner with an A too. So that's it. You got to throw that in there. All right, good call. All right, man. Go eat some steak, mashed potatoes, blow some stuff up, have a good time. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. And tell your dad I'll be razzing him more about this golf game. All right, I will. Thank you. Too easy. Yes, sir. Have a good one, buddy. You too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, it's it's pretty simplistic. Whenever you recruit the right way and you bring in the right type of young men to make your university better, it makes this job much more simplistic. And it makes the coach's job even better because the buy-in had to be imperative for this season. The buy-in was so good. I think we're seeing fruits of that labor in the recruiting trail Again, the the stars are coming out, the numbers are coming together, and we still haven't even had the season to play yet. So I don't see it getting anything but better from here. All right, y'all. I think that's all we're going to have for uh, this one. As always, you know I love you. God bless. Go Pokes. And thank you for tuning in to make this your first listen here on Locked On Oklahoma State. All right, y'all. Later.